My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode four. Even though I think I might have gotten off. 4.5. Yeah, I did mess it up probably. But either way, it's an episode that's happening. And today, we're joined by probably a top 10 favorite person in my life. Top 10. Top 10. That's pretty good. I was, I was going for three. I got 10. I would have said top five, but I was just, I, I was afraid you were going to, at five, you have to count typically. And so 10, I figured I could be generic. So a top person in my life. Is that better? That's good. Okay. That's good. Tim McMath. Tim, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. This is going to be a good day. That's a wonderful day. Tim. You know, my mom told me. Oh, here we go. It's already started off. Every day when you wake up, you put your feet on the floor, you have to decide, is it going to be a good day or a bad day? It might as well be a good day. That's right. Because otherwise, it's miserable for everybody. Yeah. So every day for me has been pretty optimistic. You're a pretty optimistic guy. Happy. You're a happy guy. And you're also the owner, co-owner, and founder of Pinnacle Network Solutions. What is Pinnacle Network Solutions? Uh, it's a fixed wireless internet company located here in North Texas. Um, we have about 3,300 customers now. Jeez, man. 3,350. Yeah. How long have I been in business? Six and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. We started out uh, with the best way to start a company. Other people's money. Yeah. Hey. Good for you. No. I'm trying to we learn had, that game. We had an investor that uh, invested in our dream. And uh, it took us about two years, and we were um, debt-free and cash flow positive. So um, it was a rough two years, but it was fun. And um, we care a lot about our people and our customers. And um, while a lot of things out there do sell, like sex and drugs and rock and roll, our number one seller has been service and uh, doing things right for, for people. That's good. And one of the main reasons I want to talk to you, because I think this wisdom you bring is high, but how many businesses have you been a part of trying to get off the ground? About four. This is my fourth fourth try. What happened the first four? Uh, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Yeah. Uh, we started, the first one that we, I really gave everything to, um, we started a, a trucking company with my dad, and um, I figured out that's completely the opposite of what you want to do, not because it's a trucking company, but... We got a bunch of trucks and trailers and uh, some drivers, and then we were like, hey. So we tried to find something to haul around to make money, and uh, it was a struggle. And um, that was when the uh, oil prices went uh, from about $35 a barrel to $100 a barrel, and Hmm. uh, gas prices and diesel prices just exploded. And uh, in the end, the cost just really got to us, and um, we weren't able to hold things afloat. And uh, that was a, a bit of a struggle. But uh, then we had a couple of uh, tries at um, tra- making something where we could go with sales and just uh, working off of a commission type of deal, selling somebody else's widget. And um, that didn't work out very well. It failed pretty fast. Hmm. And then uh, I actually met Glenn Tarter, my business partner. Uh, we worked at Clearwire together. And um, we found out there was people outside of the city that really wanted internet bad and so we got together got to talking and we looked at some numbers and we're like hey we can do this that's a good idea we can we can do this we can make uh make the internet work and so um we started out primarily looking at arrowhead ranch estates and um we got uh the business model together 
uh, got an investor that invested in us and um, we uh, went to work and uh, in a short amount of time we were we had the demand for the business and we were able to deliver the product and so that was a game changer for us yeah is having that demand um, and then being able to deliver it yeah at a decent price and then past that we started this company we wanted to be the company that we would buy service from and so part of the problems we had were simple ones like contracts yeah everybody's like i don't like contracts we all have cell phones everybody hates the contracts on yep. those cell phones it's like i gotta have this for two years like you know the iphone 8's coming out i really want a new iphone but i just shout got out, this shout out apple i just got this seven now i gotta pay a thousand dollars for an x or is it an x or a 10 both you know, you know apple as good as they want is it the X or is it the t- 10? X means 10. X does mean 10, but I mean, <laughs> I don't think they're Roman, so they can't use the numerals. Tim's not a, a big fan of uh, Apple products sometimes. Oh, you can't buy one. What do you mean? Oh, they're all leased in the contract. I mean, you can buy it, you technically. It's just going to cost a lot. No, you don't own it. They own the rights to the product the whole time. You just lease the rights to use it. No, do this to me right in now. the fine print. I'll do this to me right now. I, it's Shout out Steve Tim. Jobs. Steve Jobs. Is he still around? Hey, wait a minute. That's a legend right there. Legend. The myth. That's a technology legend. I think it's a myth. No, that he's not? Legend? I'm not even going into know. that. That's a close one. So, anyway. Yeah. Contracts. Yo, contracts, yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, we no contracts. So, if um, that makes it our job to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do a good job, fire us. And, um, I mean, we've, we've tried to give service to people and I can't get them the speed or signal they need. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, you won't be happy. We won't be happy in the end. Nobody's happy. Yep. And so we want to do the best job we can. Yeah. And I'll do. And I think it's super encouraging that, especially in a day and age where we want things immediately, like we want to start a company, we want to do something that just work in the first six months. Um, but I mean, that's a lot of years of the grind trying to to get this thing, to get something started. It was. It was. And, you know, goal one was to make it where it, it works like it needs to. And I think goal two was uh, we came in and we wanted to find some really good people because uh, what we wanted was, hey, can we make this to where that it runs itself? Um, can we get people that can manage this for us mm. and, and continue on. And then maybe if we want to, we can do the same thing somewhere else. Mm. And so we haven't made it to the somewhere else yet, but but we've got a group of people I think that we believe in and we care about and we want to invest in them, um, not only as employees, but also as, as people yeah. and family. Amazing segue, and, by the way. And that's and that's part of our part of our deal at work is yeah. um, is family. Yeah. So talk about that. That's that's one of those things that me getting to kind of come in and see the glimpse of, of your culture. That's something you guys have always invested in. It's the people around you. And you guys have some amazing staff members. We some do. Amazing people. We do. Yes. So, so how, did, how did you guys cultivate that? Um, part of them is from a, a previous uh, employment jobs. And, and we, we found these people and they, they work with us. And, uh, and then we, we found people at other places that uh, we really were impressed with. And uh, we kind of coaxed them into working with us. They they weren't happy. Uh, something happened in their life, and they they came to us. And 
and they they went to work where we are and so a lot of it is um luck some of it is being in the right place at the right time yeah but um one thing that happens with families and when you have families and people is that eventually there's children and when there's children there's school and so we have uh some that, that take off at uh early to take care of their children and uh we we have uh, school events where, where even some of our technicians need to go and and take care of the children and you got to go to you know grandparents day or parents day or you know when it's the presentation or the the school event yep. you need to be there and it's important for us that um that our people are able to be there for the kids and and take care of things yeah that's a game changer it is um you know we had a dream of being google but uh we don't really have any sleeping pods yet uh yet yet yeah we haven't invented the the eyeglasses you can wear that have the screen inside of them yet but uh those are all things that are you know coming in the future so so is that like a breaking news you guys are working on pinnacle network I, solution I can't, eyeglasses? I can't i can't divulge it at this oh, okay time. glenn's gonna be furious about that he just released plans to the competitors. I don't think he's going to make it past the first two minutes. Yeah, that's, okay. that's probably that's probably pretty fair. Probably. So, you've been grinding for a while trying to get this thing going. You guys invest heavily in the people around you and have built, honestly, probably. And, a and lot then, that we work and with. you know, past that, we have to get into your realm. Where how do we how do we get the word out? Yeah. How do we tell somebody else about what's going on? How do we do that? I don't know. We've, we've utilized several forms of media, but yeah. things have really branched out now today. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the one of the questions I asked you early on was, um, what's the number one thing for selling? You know, we were watching uh, Mad Men, and uh, great show. One of the uh, one of the shows uh, episodes uh, talked about, oh yeah, sex sells. It's important. Yep. It gets people's attention. Yep. But is it important today? Is it as important as service is today? Or what's the number one thing that gets people? Is it something new? Is it something scary? Is it a clown mask? I mean, what's the number one thing to grab people today? Yeah, I think, like we talked about just a little bit ago, it's it's completely different for probably every industry. And uh, especially in a day and age where it's easy to, to have access to hours and hours of content. I mean, that's all we do all day is just sit and scroll mm-hmm. and look through stuff. And so I think it's easy. it's easy to get in front of the right people. We can be so much more targeted now. We get in front of the right people. We can make amazing, creative. Uh, but I think the, the key for us, what we've realized, is it's not as difficult to get in front of the people. But how do you keep them? How do you get them to not only have good customer service inside of Pinnacle and inside of your company? I mean, they call, they talk to somebody, they deal with somebody. But how do we give good customer service online? How do we give them more avenues to communicate, to pay their bills, to be followed up with? And so I think... What we've been fighting to do, I mean, together working on this stuff is we don't want to just blast out and, and just blow people's news feeds up. You know, we don't want to just constantly be yelling, you should use us. And that's something that you guys have done. So as we've continuously kind of come into the digital realm, it's been easier with like Facebook or with YouTube ads or with y'all's website to, to not only create good content, but get in front of the right people. And so that's something, I mean, you're talking about earlier, like sex sales. Mm-hmm. And that's something now, like... We're in a day and age where, you know, back in the Mad Men, when that show was on. Nobody had a short skirt. No. Like, that was provocative oh, to yeah, have anything. And now, I mean, we've got access to the internet. Like, it's not hard to find anything. I mean, everything. I mean, so I think as, as you're starting to do things different, 
um, I think it just looks totally different for us. And so, and for you what, guys, what, would you have a number one as far as from a, from a marketing standpoint? Being, what sells? If you were if you were one of the madmen, what's the number one seller? So I think back in the is day, it, is it the ad? Is it the? I think I think being able to be authentic and creative is everything. If you can be who you are and do it in a way that's in front of the right people, that's everything. So back it, then you had a billboard, right? You yeah. just had a billboard. That's all. Someone's driving down Times Square. Someone's coming down the beautiful street of Kent Boulevard. And you have a billboard to get in front of them, and so you have a few seconds. Now we get to be in front of them all day. We're sitting here recording a six-hour podcast. Is it still a slogan, though? Is it like, it ours tastes better? I mean, it can be. Ours smells fresher? Is it? Pinnacle. Ours smells fresher. That's good. You said something earlier that I thought was a great tagline. You said, uh, Pinnacle. We make the internet work. I like that. I think we should delete everything we've done and go there. I don't know about that. Ours, Ours smells fresher. Well, okay. You have to whisper So that. let's talk about Pinnacle and the internet. Um, net neutrality. It was a big deal last year and year before last in the FCC, and they were like, oh, we can, we have to have net neutrality. Yep. Things have to be neutral. Um, one of the beginning things with routing, which can be a terribly boring subject, has to do with net neutrality and prioritizing packets. Um one of the first things on the internet was the telephone. They were like, oh, we can have voice over IP. We can have Skype calls. We can have Facebook Live and all these things. Some things have to take priority. Mm. And so there's an easy way that's built into all these routers that you can prioritize packets. By default, voice or voice over IP telephone is prioritized as number one packet. Mm. Everything voice goes through and then everything follows it. And so when they were talking about net neutrality, I was like, man, did they realize that there's a reason there's prioritization? Yep. And of course, their their viewpoint was, oh, well, we can't have an ad go before, you know, grandma's picture. It has to be equal. And to some extent, I can see where they're coming from. Yep. But in the end, there's enough room for all that to fit in there. You need to have first things first. So I don't know that they're always right with how they phrase things but they're selling something yeah they're selling their um bill their law of net neutrality yep and i guarantee there's something attached to that that says well my home school gets funding you know maybe a million dollars going to nebraska or wherever but there's do you have insight on this you gotta Is watch money going to nebraska right hand does it's breaking the left hand's moving i don't think it's nebraska it's probably um California. Okay. San Francisco. <laughs> Pelosi. <laughs> so, so I have interesting question for you. So, you know, a lot of us here grew up not so much in the digital age, but it's it's a little bit more natural for us. Obviously, the people younger than us is just, I mean, this is first language. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts and stance on like, are you afraid of like, privacy when it comes to the internet like are you terrified of it's like for me i'm walking around i've got like everything online i got my credit card on Um, my apple watch shout out apple but like i don't know that i can call myself a conspiracy theorist but it's easy to go there it's easy to go there i mean if you think about it uh we began with like dial-up modems we had a computer that had a 56k modem that only do 14.4 you would push the button it would grab the phone line which now you can't talk on the phone make these weird noises and oh you got AOL you've got mail I was like great grandma sent me an email (laughs) 
super stoked. She was on the internet way before me. <laughs> and awesome. so you're like, okay. And then as things progressed and moved forward, uh, you know, the GPSs and the amount of satellites around the world is just astounding of what's watching us and positioning us. And so now, if we fast forward to this year, um, do you have an ATM card? A what? ATM. Maybe. Card. You mean like a debit card or a credit card? Yes. Yes. Does it have a chip on it? Yes. So now you can't swipe your card. You have to slide the chip in. Yep. Um, we have a Jeep. It's got GPS. Every car made past 1999. And some of the pickups in 2000, because I have one, um, they don't have GPSs. Every car since then, you can get a, uh, your insurance company will send you a little thing to plug in the bottom of your car. Mm. Tell you everywhere your car has been. How fast it stopped, how fast it went, where to go. There's a GPS and all that's in the computer in the car. Been there since 2000. So, there's a lot of tracking that goes on that we don't know about. Um, we talked about a while back about your phone. Um, I don't personally have the Facebook app on my phone. I do have Facebook, but it's on the browser yep. itself. Um, if we were to spend some time talking about razors, and your phone was on, and your phone was on, and your phone was on, and we talked about how shaving is important. Oh, yeah. And, you know, these new new razors are awesome, but you can still get one of the old single-edge razors with the uh, double-edged blade. Yep. Did you get into it? You can save a lot of money shaving. And if we talk about razors long enough, yep. you're going to open your Facebook app tomorrow. On the side, there's going to be an ad about razors. Yep. They know I have a beard, though. How does that happen? So I'm probably not going to. Oh, no. They'll still be there. Because your phone is listening to you this entire time. Which is a great thing for marketers. Yeah. It's an excellent thing for us as marketers. It's an incredibly scary thing for the real, the public. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're like, we just talked about razors, and now there's ads for razors on the side. But now the public's getting good ads. Only if they need a razor. Yeah, but they were what talking if, about it. What if they have a beard? I wouldn't be talking about a razor then. I think I got you there. <laughs> Touche. So I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it could be a good thing. You know, facial recognition stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of conspiracies. But it's it's a valuable thing there's in a terms roadmap. of... I believe there's a roadmap. Um, this is good. I don't just, know what we're going to title this podcast. But. We just had, uh, we just had a, a huge deal with Equifax. Yep. Everybody's identity is on the edge. Possibly compromised. There's a way around that. There's a, there's a way that we can take care of that. Yep. We can take that chip out of your card. We can put it... On your hand, yep. Or right up here on your head, yep. And then you're identified, and only you are identified by that unique identifier, that number, that chip. And as long as we have everybody numbered, nobody's identity can be stolen. And if that comes down mandated from the government that that needs to happen, that's a great idea. Then it could happen. That's an excellent idea. Unfortunately, <laughs> that idea was already out there. I know. It was in the Bible. I know. So it's a scary thought. It is a scary thought. But it's the best idea ever. Do you believe that? Think about it. Oh, I know. It is. Nobody can take your identity. You're home free. I have so many good Christian jokes as you keep saying identity. Do it. No, I just think it's great. I, no I one's taking my identity. I haven't told a joke yet. Mine's secure, so I'm fine. I got pulled over the other day. Oh, great. I was getting on to uh, 281, 
and there was an opening in traffic and I kind of goosed it a little bit and the sheriff pulled me over he said you were doing 75 back there he said do you have any ID you know what I said about what He didn't. He didn't laugh. You're the only person I think I know that can just be mid-sentence, and I didn't even realize you were telling a joke, and it's a joke. That's a gift, my friend. Is it? That's Yeah, I mean, I think. I'm sure your office staff thinks it's a gift. I'm sure Aaron thinks it's funny. We do have some jokes. I think I think that it was E, E-R-I-N. Oh, other Aaron? Girl, girl Aaron, I'm sorry. Sorry to throw you under the bus there. Shout out to the uh, Pinnacle... Front. What's her official? Is it she office manager? She is. She is office manager. She's amazing. She does a great job. Great job. I'm setting you up here to give her compliments. She does a great job, man. She, does, man, this girl. She does excellent work. She's working, man. She's just working really hard for you guys. She's pretty good. She's yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we'll keep her this week. So I've got I've got one massive final question for you. Oh, this is a, a live question. You ready? Always ready to give an answer. I don't know how old you are, but you seem incredibly young. Probably like mid thirties. So I don't know how old you are. Forty seven. Forty seven. Okay, forty seven. So twenty years from now. Forty eight. I got to start the whole joke over. Or the so forty eight. Twenty years from now. Where you where do you want to be? In the grave. What's the game? Oh, that was quick. <laughs> that was a speed answer. <laughs> 20 years? You're still young Maybe at 68. Not. Maybe not. At that I, point, I'm happy where I'm at. I could do this at, at, in 20 years. What's the goal? Like, what's? Just give me a couple things. Like, hey, 20 years from now, I would like to have these three things happen. In the next 20 years. We'll change it. I want to be married to the same woman. Yeah, amen. Great woman. I'd love to have some grandkids. That would be awesome. Yes. Shout out, Haley. Yeah, sorry, Haley. Maybe Josh, Joey. He's still a sophomore in high school, so. But twenty years yeah. though. Twenty years. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. Joey should be fine. There's there's a running bet that Joey's going to be first. I know, I know. He's the youngest. Um, they have to have three goals. Yeah, you need one more. Hmm. So it's married to the same woman. Married to the same woman. Grandkids. And then. Oh, I'd like to have a pilot's license. Pilot's license. You've been fun. flying lately. I have. Been flying a little Cessna 152. It's extremely frightening. Exhilarating and fun. Yeah. Why do you want a pilot's license? So I can go see the grandkids. Who are you going to go with? Jackie, my wife. Perfect. Thanks. All three goals in one moment. <laughs> yeah. You can't script that. No. That's fascinating. That's, yep. That's You're a goal. man of integrity. Mm, and leadership. Some days. And sarcasm. I'm human. You're amazing. You're an amazing human. I don't know. Some days I don't know. All right, we're wrapping this thing up, but I'm going to need you. And I'm listen. I get to ask I'm, you any questions. I'm terrified. Yeah, it didn't work that way on this one. I'm terrified. Okay. To end it this way. Terrified. Will you, will you end Are you us? Shaking. Will you end us with one good joke? One good joke. That this is an this is an unedited podcast. Can we make it two good jokes? We can. Okay. Like good jokes. Okay, the first one. Okay. The first one's one of my favorites. Okay. okay. Actually, Taylor's heard this one. Okay. That's probably good. You ready? 
This requires it's a it's kind of a like a almost like a knock knock but not quite. Do I need more whiskey? Or am I good? No, you're good. Okay, I'll let you finish. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Ask me if I'm a tree. Are you a tree? No. <laughs> How often do you use that joke? Uh, I, I save that one. Are you, are you ever in sales meetings? <laughs> yes. Do you use that like, is this like a, a icebreaker? No, I I don't like salespeople a lot. So You like me? Yeah, but you're not a salesperson. Thank you. That's a nice compliment. You're a marketer. Thank you. There's a difference. There's a difference. Salespeople, they're like, would you want to buy this water? I'm like, why is it different? It's wetter. No, it's not. It's the same water. It's tap water. I had an idea to... to but if to, you, you can sell, anybody can sell anything. I had an idea for bottled water. Okay. I thought it was the best idea ever. Okay. I always have like an old man in the front yard with a water hose, just filling up bottles. It'd be like water from the hose. Just like when you were a kid. I like that. Hmm? Have the little we taste have, of the hose have, and everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of dirt. And What's it called again? Know. Water from the hose. Okay. I just want to make sure I heard that right. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to start that? Because we would love to help build a campaign for you. Oh, is it, that'd be a good, maybe on my next. Did you have a second joke or was that somewhere plugged in there? Oh, a second joke. But you said two jokes. I'm not. We can end the podcast. I was just trying. I just to. wanted that first one. That was. Let's see a second joke. Okay. I'm really okay. stretching my luck here. What did Batman say to Robin before he got in the car? What? Get in the car. <laughs> Do you just make these up on the fly? <laughs> no, these are from my kids. What's brown and sticky? What? A stick. <laughs> I mean, you're good at selling internet and telling jokes. And I would like to see if maybe we could have one night that you and Aaron at an open mic night do do a double stand up. Can y'all we all commit they, to that? They had the they had the comedy number three competition. I was like, I could totally do that. I'm good for like hey, Aaron. Three jokes. Aaron has actually done stand up live at Iron Horse, and it was one of the funniest 15 minutes of my life. If wow. Aaron does it, will you get up there and do oh, a, a you set? Kidding? Yeah. That's Jerry. We got that. Like that's good. We're on it. We are setting up a stand up night. Can we do What's dueling? Like you tell one oh, joke, I, I tell the other. Oh yeah, dueling stand up. Absolutely. Yeah. And then what, what we'll do is we'll record it live. Or like, have you seen the one on Facebook Internet. where they're like, "Who laughs first? Yes. And you we have to sit there. That. I tell a joke, you tell a joke, and whoever laughs first loses. You want to do that in the next next week? Over, okay. over a cheeseburger. Hmm. Whoever loses buys the cheeseburgers. Over a whiskey and cheeseburger. There we go. Now we're there. <laughs> Dad jokes. Perfect. Dad joke off. Oh no! Whiskey. I have my. I have a. I have a shirt Jackie bought me. This is warning. Dad jokes are coming. Mm. That's she a perfect shirt. She thought it was hilarious. I haven't worn it yet. Well, now we have the perfect reason to wear it. I shouldn't have said that. Can you? <laughs> can you take that one out? I was like, Man, I saw you. I saw you wearing it the other day. I have. I have worn it once. Yeah, you're wearing it right now. I just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> I feel like I could wrap this up or we could just keep going for another like couple hours. We could. It's raining outside, so I don't know if you can go outside. I know, did car. you hear the thunder? I did hear it. I was wondering if the lights were going to go out. No. How's the power here? Pretty good? It's good. So, hey. Awesome. Will you come back and do this again? Absolutely. This let's was a, fun. Let's do it in a couple weeks. Okay. So, thank you for being a great entrepreneur. Either that or I can sit on the side one time and just... Get you a third mic? <laughs> make jokes. That'd be great. 
Our, oh, perfect segue. Our next podcast, we're going to record in a couple days with Ronnie Whitfield. Oh, really? Pastor, lead Pastor Ronnie. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to talk about human behavior. And you called mine dangerous. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean. We're expecting something big, though. I wouldn't. It's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you it, know what wait, we should was do? Was it Ronnie or Josh? Because I want to change my... <laughs> Either way. We'll just have you do a call-in. Oh. Hey, That's caller. We'll just have you do a call in. Hey, awesome. thanks for being here. Merry Christmas. I can't reach you, I don't think. But I'm gonna we're just shaking. Okay. Hey, thanks for being here. We're one recording my, another podcast. By the way, that's one of my days. favorite salutations. I want it to be on my tombstone. It's Merry Christmas. When I leave places, when I leave the store, go to the store and get a Coke or something, you always leave, say Merry Christmas. Leave a restaurant, you say Merry Christmas. And they always say, You too? Or Happy New Year, or Happy Easter, you know? But guess what? It gets them thinking about Christ. So, a little side note there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's mine. You can't take it. Trademarked by Ricky Body Incorporated. <laughs> you want to wrap this thing up? Just shut it down for us. Shut it down. <laughs> wrap it up. Merry Christmas. Merry what Christmas. What did you say before they shut down the podcast? Shut it down. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's a wrap. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.